What is up, familia? It is your girl, Arjanelle, sending you gentle hugs, tender kisses, and warm thoughts. Oh, oh, oh. Y'all, the pilot episode of Make Your Faith Match Your Fly was so well received, and I owe it all to you. Can you hear this big old smile on your girl's face? I am grinning from ear to ear right now, and it's all because of you. You are incredible. Uh, But as always, I appreciate the love and support, and I want you to know it is truly reciprocated. Do y'all feel that? I hope you do, because it's genuine and it's coming from the bottom of my heart straight to yours. That feel-good vibe that just came over you, that's me loving on you. So just stop for a moment and take it all in. Take it all in. (laughs) But no, on a serious note, it is definitely not easy stepping out trying something new. But I do know that if you guys are taking the ride with me, the sky is the limit. Now, ain't no need in me faking. The enemy tried to come up against me a couple of times with that smack in my ear. You know, that's shady, Bama. Trying to cause me to doubt the gift that I know God has given me. Had me on some, but what if nobody listens? The Holy Spirit checked that quick like, nah, what if everybody listens? And just like that, I adjusted my crown because y'all know that being daughter of the king makes me royalty. And I got right back to it. Jesus for the win. So praise ye the Lord. And so it is. I am back. I am back like a ponytail, like mosquitoes every summer. I am back like toilet paper on the shelves post COVID-19. Let me just ask y'all. What were y'all doing with the paper? Come clean. (laughs) No pun intended. (laughs) I mean, literally, though, for about, I know it had to be like six weeks straight. I went into the stores in my neighborhood and nope, like twice a week, no paper. I'm just going to tell y'all, if something didn't happen soon, We were going to have to start getting creative at my house. I'm just saying. (laughs) It didn't get to that, praise the Lord. (laughs) But, okay, y'all, that wasn't right. That was not right. I'm sorry. Forgiveness is golden. No, but I ended up having to travel to get my rump ribbon. I actually had to put some mileage on my vehicle to get me and mine some paper. For real, for real, it was starting to feel like a scavenger hunt. But nonetheless, I was able to cross the state line to get what I needed. Virginia. I had to go to Virginia to get toilet paper. At any rate, toilet paper is back and I couldn't be happier. Welcome back, TP. You were sorely missed. (laughs) No, but on a serious note, um, so much has been going on with this pandemic that I just really don't even know where to start. 
Um, I know here in my county, the lovely Prince George County, Maryland, we are getting ready to reopen. So not open, open, but open. Uh, we're in phase two of the uh, laid out plan and we're talking about dining establishments opening their doors to accommodate patrons at like 50% capacity. Good luck with that. Um, strip malls opening to the public. Fitness centers. Fitness centers are cracking their doors. O-M-G. I am not ready. And I'm not even talking about COVID at this point. <laughs> I know I put back like one or two or five pounds since we've been quarantined. And now I guess it's time for me to face the music. Mm, 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 mm. This is going to be a task, you know. Or maybe you don't know. Am I the only one? Oh, okay. Y'all better tell the truth and shame the devil. <laughs> anyway, as we slide into this new normal with face coverings and hand sanitizer on deck and all the six feet social distancing, um, a lot is going to be changing. But there is one thing that I can count on to be consistent in my life, and that is the unmatched love of the omnipotent one. I call him Jesus Christ. Hebrews 13.8 tells us that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I'm good with that, family. Um, on a lighter note, my summer wardrobe has been on hold. Um, my cute little stiletto sandals, my sundresses, um, my capri pants, all the cute little things that I've bought uh, in winter and spring that I planned on rocking this summer because I haven't been able to go anywhere. I mean, I've been working from home. Everything has been shut down. So what was the point? Where was I going? I mean, I did put on a little something to go to the store maybe since I wasn't going anywhere else. And I did you know, take a few selfies, but for the most part, to keep it real, I haven't got cute in about three months. That's crazy. Um, But as things are starting to gradually begin to resemble what we've come to know as normal, air quotes, and as we get well into the summer months and the hot weather returns, it's looking more and more like a $5 box. I'm seeing more thighs, more legs, some backs. And y'all don't sleep on chicken backs, okay? All my bougie folks, I know y'all don't know what chicken backs are. But all of that to say, you know, people are starting to show a little bit more skin and stuff. I'll just leave the stuff to your imagination since this is a Christian podcast. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's how I came up with our next episode topic. Do I have to choose between being sexy and being saved? Now, this question could easily be applied to a man or a woman of God, but like most things in life, 
I think there is a double standard when it comes to men and women in any light, but specifically when it comes to topics such as this. I mean, don't shoot the messenger. Go ahead and charge it to the game. But we all know that there's always been a double standard when it comes to men and women. For some reason, people are excessively critical of women who have openly and publicly professed their love and adoration for Jesus. I am not making this up. Like, she can't be a baddie and love the Lord at the same time? What's up with that? And no, I'm not saying that women of God are not to be held to a certain standard because I think that we are. We are representing the kingdom and we need to do that. But I do know that there is nothing wrong with flexing in fashion that accentuates her positives. What girl doesn't love a good flex? You know? Now, let me put some God on this before I lose somebody because I can hear it already. In Proverbs eleven twenty two, God's word tells us like a gold ring and a pig's snout is a beautiful woman who shows no discretion. Simply put, the Bible is saying that a woman, no matter how beautiful, disgraces herself with her reluctance to act or speak in a manner that represents her well. When I was studying this, uh, I reread it a couple of times because one, I wanted to be sure that before I address it, I was able to fully convey its interpretation. And two, I didn't want to come across as subjective. And although that might be my intent, sometimes it can appear that way. And I don't want to be one of those Christian people who picks and chooses the parts of God's word that apply and then choose to ignore the rest of it. I recall a couple of years ago, I'm not sure what year that was. I want to say it was like 2016. I was watching a YouTube clip of of actress Megan Good. You know Megan Good. She was in Roll Bounce, uh, Eve's Bayou. I think she was in Think Like a Man, and most recently, Intruder. And she and her husband, they had worked on a book. It was called The Weight. It was their new book at the time, and they were touring and promoting their book. And I can just remember that They were taking some questions from the audience at one of the venues. And this woman, she takes the mic and she's acknowledging first how gorgeous Megan is. And yes, that Megan is a knockout. But she was sharing that she had seen Megan on the cover of a recently published magazine and that her breasts were out. And... The audience member went on to say, and I'm paraphrasing, she was saying that Megan's words and actions didn't align, basically saying that she wasn't practicing what she was preaching. And in my personal opinion, she was coming for her integrity. And, you know, Christian folks can do that sometimes. And I can remember that the look on Megan's face, it just was like she was felt feeling dragged. 
And I probably would have felt the same way. But as the woman closes out her comment, she starts motioning to Megan like, so going forward, and she's doing the hand gestures going forward, we're going to cover up, right? Right? And she is almost talking to this grown woman like a child. I mean, her tone was extremely condescending. And it seemed to me that she was notably making a point to say that Megan was displaying hypocrisy. But this was the part that I loved. Megan's husband, Devon, he came to her defense immediately. And he told that woman that his wife was going to wear what she wanted to. And he was like, we're not doing that in here. And I just love the way that that king protected his queen's honor. We need to see more of that, especially in the black community. But in that moment, all I could think of is if he's not offended by it as her spouse and Megan was obviously comfortable with it, is there really a problem? Because I do think that we need to consider our spouses. We do need to be mindful of things that might make them feel uncomfortable. But clearly that wasn't the case. It was clear that both of them were confidently fine with what she had worn. So who sets that standard? Who decides what is too sexy? Another factor to consider is the fact that there is a very thin line between being sleazy and being sexy. So that is definitely something that you want to keep at the forefront of your mind as a woman of God. I have certainly gotten a few dirty looks before (laughs) because I can appreciate a short skirt with a modest, with an emphasis on the modest split. Or a nice form-fitting, not painted on, but form-fitting dress in good taste. I also wear fishnet tights. For me, it speaks to my femininity and it makes me feel good. I also understand, though, the importance of displaying my best self and conducting myself in a way that represents God's kingdom. And to be perfectly honest, a nice fierce dress can make a woman feel sexy, but true sexiness has nothing to do with what you put on your body. Sexy is an aura. And like the ladies of back in the day used to say, if you've really got it going on, you can wear anything and make it look good. So to answer the question, do you have to choose between being sexy and being saved? My answer is no. You do not have to choose between being sexy and being saved, but you do have an obligation to carry yourself in a way that exudes self-confidence, exemplifies class, and exalts your self-worth. It's time for the MY affirmation. There is nothing wrong with a woman of God carrying herself or dressing in a way that expresses her femininity and makes her feel good as a woman as long as it is in good taste. Your self-love should be a direct reflection of your love for God, and people should be able to identify the God in you at first sight. Exercise good judgment in the way that you dress, 
speak, and behave so that it becomes the difference between a woman of integrity and one without. Let us go to God in prayer. Lord, we thank you for this day and for your son, Jesus Christ. We thank you for your unfailing, unwavering love for us and welcome your Holy Spirit into our hearts. Father, we commit to a life of loving you and honoring you. We dedicate ourselves and submit to your authority over our lives. Lord, order our steps. Continue to be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our paths as we thirst for more and more of you. Let us be patient with one another as we grow in Christian love together. Oh God, we realize that even one second without you is more like a thousand years, and so we find refuge in your loving arms. God, we pray your divine protection over us and our loved ones, and we cling to your son, Jesus Christ, from where our help comes. It is in the precious name of Jesus Christ that we pray, amen and amen. I appreciate you all so much for listening. Until next time, love God, live well, win.